Okay, so we are moving down our top 10 list of tips to be a successful orthopedic massage therapist. And this next one is, honestly, I think it's the very first thing that I have to work with every new apprentice therapist that I work with. And that is to slow down. Um, mostly it means to slow down in your actual techniques. As with anything, this is not an absolute. Um, however, it has been something that has been a very big component in a lot of the su successes I've had in treating patients. Most people who are coming for an orthopedic session are either acute with an injury or they have long-term dysfunctional holding patterns that have become a part of them or and the body doesn't want to give them up easily because it put them there for a reason or they also what's very likely is there might be some guarding. We're talking mental guarding, um, perhaps from, from some trauma. So faster techniques can have a few drawbacks. Um, they can cause the body to guard or resist, um, and it can be physical resistance or guarding, or it can be psycho, you know, psychosomatic, mental guarding, um, such as in trauma-related. <clears throat> faster movement oftentimes to a body equates to the possibility of more danger. So the body doesn't feel safe to let go, which is really what we as massage therapists are trying to, to cause is for tissue that is too tight to let go. So if we are going too fast and the body doesn't feel safe, then we're really just uh, creating a situation where the body um, or mentally they are working against us. Also, when you go faster, it's harder to sink in. So a few things, you end up um, having to work harder yourself as a therapist because if you want to get down deeper, you have to go harder, you have to push harder, um, which means that not only are you working harder, but then it's going to feel like you're working harder on them. And the tissues don't always separate fast enough. So you can cause some damage going in deeper too, too deep too fast, um, which can then cause more injuries, which now the body has to uh, deal with afterwards. In fact, I've had multiple people, multiple people uh, talk about the fact about how they have to recover after a massage therapy session, not recover from orthopedic changes to their body, but recover because their body feels like they have been beat up. Um, also going faster can be more stimulating and that actually can feel amazing. Um, there's a lot of massage techniques specifically designed for, for that. Um, it feels awesome, but that's not exactly, that's not really the goal of an orthopedic session. Um, the feeling good while we're working on them isn't the goal. We're correcting certain orthopedic issues. Um, and again, you know, as I've, as I've mentioned before, I don't think orthopedic work should hurt. Um, but uh, moving fast can, can again be more stimulating. It also can help keep uh, the patient awake. And oftentimes we get the most benefits, which we'll go into it just a little bit later, when the patient can fall asleep, we get the most releases. So the more stimulating, even if it feels good, the less likely they are to go into their sleep and that, that um, healing state of sleep. Um, going faster is also harder on your body 
as we mentioned, um, you end up pushing versus sinking into the tissue. So you're going to work harder with your muscles. It's going to put more stress, more force on your hands, fingers. Um, so that's not good. This is actually a bit, the next thing is a big one. It's harder to perceive subtle feedback. And there is a lot of things that get missed by going too fast. There's a lot of very subtle cues, very tiny little um, spots that are actually quite critical. Um, a very bad trigger point might have, uh, might be very small in size. Um, some of the, um, some of the feedback might be uh, cues from the body as in, you know, are they resisting? Is it stressful? Do they like this? Do they not? And if you're going really fast, number one, you might miss that. Number two, you might, you might catch it, but you don't, you move so fast, you don't know exactly where it was that elicited that, that response. So it's just easier to, uh, to perceive the subtle feedback and to identify it. Um, and then also, as I kind of went over before, it's much easier to cause pain. Um, the faster you go, the easier it is to accidentally hit something or hit something too fast and not be able to come off of it. The other thing is that oftentimes when you're moving fast, the momentum of moving fast can jostle and move the body. And patients that are hyper acute, just the movement of their body is painful to them or jostling their body is painful to them. So that's going to make them sit there and guard and resist you. Um, and again, that's just not gonna get us the results. So kind of going the opposite, what's the benefits of going slow? Um, we can sneak past defenses such as uh, guarding, either mental or physical. The body feels much safer to accept the changes that we're coaxing rather than trying to force. I oftentimes get huge significant re uh, physical releases when we're going slow that I would never get when going fast. Um, physical releases such as fasciculation releases, which is where um, the muscles can jump, twitch, kind of shake uh, their way out, the, the um, tension out. Uh, the body doesn't perceive the treatment as danger. Uh, so it's going to accept our treatment much more, meaning it will accept it while we're doing it. And oftentimes there's uh, longer lasting benefits from that. Um, we can sink in much deeper. And this is, this is something that people always are amazed at. We oftentimes get deeper in the tissue than somebody who's doing really what is considered a typical deep tissue work. And that's because the body's letting us in versus us trying to force our way in against resistive tissue. So a lot of time, a lot of times, we will be coaxing our way in. We're really deep in the tissue. The patient doesn't feel like we've really done much because they're used to deep tissue work being painful or uncomfortable. So they feel like we haven't done much. The next couple of days, they feel like they had a really deep tissue session because we did get in there. We just didn't force our way in. The body allowed us in. So oftentimes we're touching depths of tissue that has never been reached before because the body has never let it in before. Um, going slow also keeps the body very stable and doesn't jostle it. Uh, there's a lot of issues with jostling the body with an orthopedic uh, you know, patient. Actually jostling or rocking the body can actually be a, a therapeutic technique for um, other types of work. Just, it can be relaxing, it can feel good, but somebody who has 
um, who has an acute, an acute or even what I call hyperacute injury, their body perceives any movement as danger. And I can attest to this myself personally. It's something I've always taught my patients or I taught my therapists is not jostling the body. But I had a very, very bad injury uh, several years ago. And I saw a myoskeletal realignment therapist whose techniques were very aggressive. And every time they touched my body, because they did it with such force, it shifted, um, the, the injury I had was in my um, sacroiliac joint. It shifted my hips, even just a few millimeters. And just that movement was, was horrible. I was fighting them, I, I was bracing, I was trying to push against it or get away from the pressure. Once it was, and the pain was not from where they were touching me. It wasn't that they were pushing in too deep fast and bruising me. It was that when they were pushing, uh, applying pressure, I was moving my body. Um, also when they came off, uh, it would release too quickly and my body would fall back into its natural position and just, it would do that too quickly. And that was horrible. So not only did I not get any benefits from the treatment, but it actually greatly exacerbated my, um, my injuries. And I, uh, at that particular time um, was working with a few different therapists that I had those results. So then I had to go see my therapist and who go really, really slow in order for my body to accept the, uh, the treatment. So I've, I've experienced it myself. Um, I know <laughs> from experience the benefits of going slow in certain situations. Um, also, there's less force on the therapist. Again, you're coaxing your way in. Uh, we're, just, uh, we're just basically engaging the tissue and then sinking in as the body allows us. So the amount of force we're using is just a fraction of what most people would use uh, doing a deeper tissue or going faster. Um, going faster also you have to control your own movements more so it, that in itself takes more muscle energy whereas if you go really really slow you're just gonna fall you can it's easier to follow uh, where the body's letting you in you don't have to necessarily hold your arm as tight um, you don't have to push. You can just kind of uh, lean in. In fact, doing it slow, sometimes I spend more muscle energy keeping myself from going in too deep too fast as opposed to the opposite, pushing, my, pushing uh, really hard to get in faster. Um, once you get the body to start accepting you, sometimes it will just boom, let you in too deep too fast. And if I'm leaning my own body weight, in that next layer of tissue that I'm getting to, suddenly that might be too much. So oftentimes I'm end up controlling, uh, not letting myself, I spend more effort not letting myself go in too deep too fast versus the opposite, which is people trying to go in deep, deeper, faster. Um, and then perceiving subtle changes. This is huge. And this is something that goes along with um, developing your intuition. A therapist that hasn't developed their intuition they're not going to feel these subtle changes, uh, these subtle cues or feedback that's coming off from the body. However, you will never be able to develop your intuition if you're not at least putting yourself, putting yourself in a situation where it's easier to hear. And I, I liken it oftentimes to um, being in a noisy crowd and trying to interpret or hear somebody whispering in the corner. 
you want to get rid of all of the background noise and going faster actually covers up a lot of these subtle feedbacks and cues that we get from the body. Um, and sometimes, and this is something that happens a lot, it's not necessarily uh, subtle feedback or cues, but we might miss very subtle tissue changes. Uh, we might go over an area and we got a release or we felt resistance, but we don't know exactly where it was at because we've moved too deep, too much too fast. We've moved on too far. So we know it's maybe somewhere back there, but then we have to spend more time trying to find that exact spot. Versus if you go very, very, very slow, you might have only moved off of it a millimeter before you realize I need to go back. Um, the other uh, oftentimes uh, subtle feedback we get tells us that we're in the right spot, we're at the right depth, but maybe we need to change the angle just slightly, just maybe a, a couple millimeters, or maybe we need to back off a depth first and finish releasing that depth before we go back down. These are things that are just harder to pay attention to if you're going too fast. You just blow right by it and you miss it. Whereas if you're going slow, you can catch these things as soon as they happen. Um, and then going slower, we notice much more significant physiological results. Um, the patient, as I mentioned before, oftentimes feels like we didn't do anything and then the next day they could feel like they've worked out because we have done such big changes to their body and their body accepted what we were doing, so that in itself allowed much more um, effective changes. And so we have noticed physiologically that we get more done. In fact, sometimes we actually get too much done too fast, um, where we've made too many, too much change and the body isn't ready for it. So sometimes we have to actually back off on that a little bit because we've made such big um, leaps in correcting them orthopedically. So going slow, it takes a lot of time. It's very difficult. A lot of uh, the reason why people have a hard time with this is because when you go to massage school, the, the first thing that you usually learn is to do a full body session in, a fi in 50 minutes. And the majority of employers out there for massage therapists are those sorts of locations and establishments where they're mostly marketing those full body sessions um, or the wellness sessions and so it's really hard to to untrain yourself from that um, it's also you don't get much you don't get as much done you cannot touch as much of the body when you're doing that this uh, it's just time time consuming painstaking work so it can be hard to think oh man i'm not you know i'm not getting as much done in a session uh, because it takes longer, if the patient is a cash paying patient, it's going to cost them more, at least it should cost them more, because it's more of your time. If it's an insurance client, what's rough about that is that the insurances will not pay for more than an hour per date of service. They just won't. There's no insurance out there that will pay for more than an hour per date of service. And so you only have one hour and you don't have the option of doing more time to get more done so then you have to pick and choose what are we focusing on so it does require planning session planning treatment planning being able to um, come up with the short-term long-term goals that you're looking for triaging that's huge what is it that's going to require our attention first um, so yeah so those are some of the difficulties and then impatience people just get impatient uh, most of the time what I do a little, um, the first thing I do when I try to teach people how to go slower is I have them find a spot, a trigger point, 
an area that they feel needs to be released, close their eyes and count to 20. And it's amazing how long 20 seconds can feel when you're not moving, just sitting there holding the same point for 20 seconds. That's just what we start with. Then we move up to 60 seconds. And then we move up to five minutes, not moving more than one square inch on a person's body. So it's, it's hard, you know, they get impatient when we first start, start this out. So it's something that you have to build up patience after a little while and seeing the huge results, it becomes much easier to go really, really slow and going fast oftentimes uh, can, can be difficult. So going slow, again, there are no absolutes. This is not something we would apply to every single person on our table, but for orthopedic work, going slow uh, oftentimes is going to give us more successful results with our orthopedic patients.